Grace, peace, and the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to all of you. Today is the third Sunday of the Lent season, and it has a good gospel reading from John 4 about a meeting between the Lord Jesus and a Samaritan woman who was a sinner. It said about Jesus that he was the lover of sinners and tax collectors. And this is one of the accusations that the Pharisees and the scribes usually attacked Jesus with. You love the tax collectors and the sinners. So why did they hate the tax collectors? Because in his time, the tax collectors were Jews, okay? But they worked for the Roman government. So what happened? The Roman government sell an area to a Jew tax collector, like that guy, if you remember this man. So they come to area like Bennett, and the Roman government say, oh, we need from Bennett $1,000 taxes this year. And so the person in a charge will go to collect $10,000 from Bennett. So he gives the Roman government 1000 and he took for himself 9000 This is why all the Jews didn't like the tax collectors. Did you get it? Number one, because they were Jews. Number two, they worked for the Roman government. Number three, they steal their huge, by the way, it's huge money. They steal that from the public. So one of the bad things about Jesus, they called him a lover of the tax collectors and sinners. Now you understand. So the Lord liked to have a personal meeting, Mr. Josh, between himself and some sinners. One of them is this lady, the Samaritan woman, and others in the gospel. So what about the Samaritan woman? Number one, it is from Samaria. And you know there was a conflict and fight between the Samaritans and the Jews. Why? Because the Jews consider the Samaritans are infidels. Why? Because they don't believe like the Jews for many reasons. Number one, the scriptures of the Samaritans were only the first five books of Moses. Who are? Who are these books? Genesis. Good job. So they believed only in the first five books. So the rest of the Old Testament of the prophecies and the Psalms, they didn't believe in them. How many books in the Old Testament? Leo? Huh? 39. So if we deduct five from 39, what is the result? That. 34. So they didn't believe in 
Serie 4 books. Okay, Emily? So they believed only in five. But they neglect and didn't believe in all the prophecies and all the psalms. So the Jews didn't like them. And they considered them infidel because they don't believe in the whole word of God. This number one. Number two, the Samaritans are descendants of Joseph. You know Joseph? Who is Joseph? Huh? Son of Jacob, right? Remember when we read the Gospel, John 4, he said, eh, Jesus came and sat at the will of ah, Jacob. Because this will, Jacob gave it to his son, Joseph. And the Samaritans are the descendants of Joseph. But this doesn't mean that Joseph was bad. They were bad. Why? Because, you know, they had exiled the the Samaritan people represent the north, northern kingdom of Israel, and there were two kingdoms. Do you know what is the north kingdom? How many tribes in it? Ten. Good job. So the ten tribes of the northern kingdom were not good with God. The Lord was so mad at them. And he used to send many, many prophets from the southern kingdom to the north kingdom. Many of them we studied, like Hosea, like Obedia, like uh, huh? Ezekiel. Jer Jeremiah was so mad about them, and he cried for them. Many, many, the Lord sent many prophets from the southern kingdom to the north to warn them and trying to bring them back to God, but they didn't. So the Lord banished them by the exile that happened by Assyrians. You know Assyrians? Did you hear about this? Ah. Assyrian came from Assyria. Assyria is now Iraq. Good job, Doc. Good job. So the Assyrians came and seized, Mr. Josh, the Jewish people in the northern kingdom who represent the Samaritans. So when they exiled them, what happened? They took everything from them. And they started to be mixed with the people from Assyria were considered at this time pagans. Okay? So what is the problems of Samaritans? They got mixed with pagans. And they got married from them. So after they did that, God was not happy with them. So when they returned back to Israel, they said, oh, we will not be with the Jews that represent the southern kingdom, which formed from two tribes who are Benjamin and Judah. And Judah. 
So, Benjamin and Judah, those are the southern kingdom. God loves them, although they had some mistakes, but they were not that bad like the northern kingdom. So, the southern kingdom represent the Jews. Okay? Till now. Those Jews you see are only from these two tribes. The Samaritans are, are from the ten other tribes. And by the way, for your information, Samaritans are still now in Israel. And I met one of them one day. Their number is about 1,000 only. But they still keep their traditions and they are very strict in what they believe. So what they said, we are not like the Jews. Now you know Jews from what kingdom? Southern kingdom. The Samaritans from? After they got mixed with? Good job. So what happened? The Samaritans said, oh, we will have a temple for us. It's not the temple of Jerusalem that Solomon built. And the Jews all the time, they like to go. And this uh, temple uh, destroyed three times. And they rebuilt it again. And the, the temple of Israel, or the temple of the God, <coughs> were the Jews built on a mountain. Every temple should be built on a mountain. Okay, Emery? So what is the name of the mountain on which Jerusalem was built? Jerusalem, the whole city. It's called Zion. Say it again. Zion. So Jerusalem as a whole city was built on a mountain called Zion. So when you read in the Old Testament, the word Zion, this means Jerusalem, okay? And sometimes they call the Jews Zionists. The Muslims don't like to use this word because Zionists means bad people, but this wrong. So when you say Zion, it means Jerusalem. When you say uh, uh, Zionist means Jews. So the mountain was Zion, Jerusalem was built on, and the temple was in Jerusalem. The Samaritans said no, will not worship in your temple, but we will have another mountain called Jerzim. Say it again. Jerzim. Jerzim. You can read this in the gospel of today. So they came to a mountain called Jerzim and they built a temple on this mountain and they used it for their worship. So this woman, when she came to Jesus or Jesus came to her and took her, she told him, we are not like you. We have our temple. 
the temple that was built in, huh? what's the name of the mountain? Zerizim. And will not worship like you in Jerusalem. Now she's talking as a Samaritan and talk to Jesus as a Jew. We are different to our enemies. We cannot come together. So why you ask me for water to drink? And Jesus started to talk to her spiritually. If you know who is talking to you, you will change your mind. Because if you give me this water, I will give you a water that will huh, well to the eternal life. This means you will not be thirsty again. And he's talking about the eternal life for sure. And then the woman, I believe, didn't get it. So her answers all the time were physical answers. Oh, give me this water so I cannot come back to the well. See? Physical answer, but not spiritual. But finally, she started to tell him, I see that you are a prophet. You are different. Your words are different. You are a prophet. And then Jesus started to talk to her about himself. I am the water of life. Everyone who drinks from me will never be thirsty, but will live to the eternal life. By the way, Jesus and his disciples were in Judea. You need to know the geography of Israel, okay? So if you look at the map of Israel, Judea is more south. And it is more civilized area, okay? But when you go far north, you will find the Galilee. And the Galilee was the poorest area in Israel. And Jesus was from Galilee. So he came in the poorest area. So Jesus and his disciples were in Judea and they traveled walking to Galilee. And Jesus went there to meet this woman. And then he started to meet her city. Jesus, you know how long he walked with his disciples? The scholars said it's one and a half day. What this means. You know the day for the Jews started what time, Leo? Sunrise. Good job. So from sunrise to sunset, like from five to five, say, 12 hours. And so Jesus walked with his disciples one day and a half. Means 12 hours plus six hours, 18 hours to meet this woman. And he arrived at the well at the sixth hour. You know, the calendar of the Jews is not like ours. So the six hours means 12 p.m., noon. Okay? Nine hours mean huh, 3 p.m., and so on. So when he came on the sixth 
hour and stayed at the well. This means he walked the Diane 18 hours. See? When you read it, you read it like this. No. 18 hours. He walked to meet one soul. And then when she understood him and believed in him, she went to her city and said, Come see a man who has told me everything I have done. This means he's a prophet. And the whole city of Samaria came to meet Jesus Christ, and many of them was healed from diseases, and I believe the majority of the city came to Christ this day. So what we learn from this story, number one, Jesus was so gentle, so decent. He didn't hurt her at all. Remember, she was married to five, and she lived with a boyfriend, the sixth one, without marriage. So when he asked her, go and ask your husband to come. If Jesus said this without a reason, no, of course. And the woman, see, she said, I don't have a husband. What Jesus responded, he was so decent. He said, I know that you don't have a husband. See, was so decent and gentle. But you were married to five, and the one you live with now is not your husband. So the Lord was so decent, so gentle. Usually he doesn't confront the sinners by their sins, but he is so patient. Humans do. When I see a mistake in somebody, I can attack him or her right away. Why? Because I don't have the acting Holy Spirit in me. I should do the same like him. Cover the sin. If you cover the sin of others, this means you are like him. And the, as he behaved and acted, we should do the same. Cover the sin, because you may give an opportunity for the sinner to repent. But if you hurt them and talk publicly and whatever, condemn, judge, this will not bring them to Christ. So let the Holy Spirit inside you act in a heavenly way. This means you give people opportunities after opportunities because you are a sinner like them. And Jesus covered your sin, right? And he gave you more opportunities all the time to repent. And he opened his, uh, his arms all the time. So Jesus was so decent, and this helped this woman to tell everything about herself. We need to do the same, okay? So now, as this meeting goes on, we're very well, and the woman came to believe in Jesus, 
and the other Samaritans from the city also, they see him. What about what is going on now of this dilemma about uh, the coronavirus and uh, how can we act or react as Christians? How can we react? For sure the people now are terrified, a lot of fear, and because they don't know what can happen, you are now facing the unknown. Right? This is as humans. <laughs> the action here is as humans, but we are not from this world. Paul said, if we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. If we live or die, we are his. Clear? The second, we are not from this world. We are here, yeah, but we are strangers here. We are foreigners, we are aliens. So we came to this world to stay for a while, and then we leave it because our true citizen, Dennis, is heaven. We are citizens from heaven. So don't worry at all. If you follow all the instructions or uh, the ways you talked about today, so don't worry. Trust the Lord and keep faith. No one can take your faith from you at all because you know whom you believe in. Paul said that, I know whom I believe in, and he is able to keep me till the day when I meet him in eternity. Trust the Lord, take care for sure, but even the worst, what can happen? Will die? will go to be with the Lord. Amen. May the peace of God surpasses all understandings. Keep hearts and minds. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.